0: Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 9. For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Wrath. It's a word that seldom shows up in conversation. Simply defined, it means anger. Of course, it doesn't help that on the few occasions that it does show up in our culture, it's usually used in a way that seldom makes any sense. For example, think of how often it's used in reference to storms like hurricanes. Last week, an Associated Press headline read, South Florida Feeling Wrath of Ada. You can't help but think, wow, why was this hurricane so upset, and what did the lower half of the peninsula do to tick it off? However, scripture is precise when it uses this word, and having a clear definition of God's wrath is an important part of appreciating what our salvation is all about. For one thing, wrath is not to be confused with uncontrollable anger. That's something many of us have witnessed or experienced and it needs to be managed and addressed. So when the scriptures tell us of God's wrath, it's not a matter of God losing control of his temper. Quite the opposite. No one is better able to control his anger than God. In fact, his patience is nothing short of remarkable. So God's wrath is not the explosive or uncontrolled anger with which we're familiar and to which we're prone. God's wrath is his righteous and holy indignation, and all that is unholy, wicked, and unrighteous, which will result in retribution. Paul gives us an example in Colossians when he writes, Put to death, therefore, whatever belongs to your earthly nature, sexual immorality, impurity, lust, evil desires, and greed, which is idolatry. Because of these, the wrath of God is coming. Of course, what makes this uncomfortable is that you and I are guilty of all of these sins. And the apostle acknowledges that. In Ephesians, he reminds us that at one time you and I were busy gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. And he notes, like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. When the Pharisees and Sadducees, who saw no need for repentance, came to watch John baptizing those who did, he cried out, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the coming wrath? Those may sound like harsh words, but remember, he was sounding the alarm and warning them of something far worse than inclement weather. But John also had great news to announce as well. Here's what makes God's gift to us of a Savior so remarkable. God has every right to be angry at us because of our sins. In justice, the transgressions and sins of the world cannot go unpunished. And yet, in love, it's not his desire to want to bring down upon us the wrath and punishment that we so richly deserve. To accomplish our rescue, therefore, God sent his Son. Instead of raining down his wrath and punishment for sin upon you and me, he allowed it to come pouring down with full force on his own Son on the cross. That's what it means when Jesus took our sins upon himself. And that's why Paul wrote, For God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus endured the full wrath of God in our place for us. Looking ahead in faith and trusting in God's promise of the Savior, David rejoiced in Psalm 103 and wrote, He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. In repentance and faith, you have this forgiveness today and forever. In John's Gospel, Jesus announced, Whoever believes in the Son has eternal life, but whoever rejects the Son will not see life, for God's wrath remains on him. By faith, you and I join the thankful chorus of God's people, including King David and the Apostle. In Romans, Paul writes, Since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? Let us pray. Loving Savior, thank you for enduring the wrath and punishment for sin that should have fallen upon me and bringing me forgiveness and life. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.